0: Where your love is shared the same For the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Where the no for the friends The adventure never ends We will save the world somehow It's Sunspots Comics now You are listening to the sunspots comics podcast issue number 142 where we recommend and lightly review the best of the new comic books that just came out this wednesday new comic book day january 24th and this particular podcast's favorite pickup line is how you doing i am your comic book loving host chris latori thank you so much for listening and i hope that you and all your loved ones and family and friends are doing very well and feeling good <laughs> never miss an issue of the sunspots comics podcast please subscribe to us we'd appreciate it and follow us along on all the social medias instagram twitter facebook xbox live and youtube at sunspots comics one easy to find place that's all you gotta look for at sunspots comics please check out our robust podcast feed it's got a ton of stuff and it's just packed with some great comic book recommendations so check it out two fast thank yous and some shout outs first thank you to the creator the singer of our Sunspots Comics theme song, my friend, Nick Papa George. Please check out his band. It's called Solution. He is the lead singer. They're basically ska, rock, reggae, just feel good kind of stuff. Go to their website, solutionmusic.net for links to their music and upcoming show dates. I tell you, if you just love music that feels makes you feel good, then you're gonna love Solution. Please check them out on Facebook too, facebook.com slash solution reggae. Also, thank you to my son, Justin Jables latori for his work on our spinoff podcast called sunspot scene it's all about movies tv shows of all genres not just comic books you can actually see episode 12 it's just been posted not too long ago it's on their review of the disaster artist and the room they watched both and review both and episode 13 that's coming up i'm the guest host so check it out but sunspot scene is my son jables his friend moises and matt they call themselves the kung pao three delight And like I said, it's not just comic books, it's all movies and TV shows, and they always play a little fun game at the very end, just so you'll have a hilarious chuckle, trust me. If you subscribe to this podcast, you're already going to see it, but it's also available on all the podcatchers. Again, it's called Sunspot Scene, and check out their Instagram, it's at Sunspot Scene. And I got some shoutouts today. I announced last podcast that I did take a job with Aftershock Comics, and I actually visit comic book stores to just spread the word and... And just uh, explain to people what Aftershock Comics are all about. And I visited four stores in California and I wanted to say hello. I visited them on Saturday. I was all over California. Man, there was a crazy ton of traffic. But it was a blast. And I wanted to say hello to the folks I visited. Just in case they listen to the podcast or hear about it. I usually mention it when I'm at the stores. Uh, The first one is AG Collectibles in Upland. Wanted to say hello to Henry and Chris. It was nice meeting you guys. Had some great laughs. And I know you're excited to get into Aftershock Comics, so that's very cool. Second is the Comic Cellar in Monrovia. Just want to say hello to Ron. And thanks again for the cookie. It was a delicious cookie. I'm going to buy more of those. Thanks, Ron. But check out the Comic Cellar in Monrovia. The third is NJOY, N-J-O-Y, Games and Comics in Northridge. It's right next to University of Northridge. And I want to say hello to Raina. Make sure you get that portfolio going. Uh, chase your dream. I know it's uh, it can be tough, but do it. And I bought a bunch of stuff from them. Uh, If you want to see what I got, just go into my Instagram, uh, which is at Sunspots Comics, and you'll see the stuff I bought at Enjoy Games in Northridge. And the last, number four of four, is Heidi Ho Comics in Santa Monica. Just wanted to say hello to Heyer. And thank you again for all the tips on how to jump into the magic card game. It's really very nice of you. I appreciate that. But again, thank you to all those stores for being so lovely and having the open arms for me representing Aftershock Comics. So I just wanted to say hello and thank you again. So those are my shout outs. And so let's get into the Sunspots Comics podcast, issue number 142, starting out with some stuff that's been floating around in my nerd brain. The first nugget of nerd lodged deeply inside my nerd lobes this week is Loot Crate. Yes, Loot Crate. I used to be a subscriber years ago and I let it go because I just run out of space in my house. But I see that they've improved and I saw they had this great sale going at 30% off with these bonus Deadpool house slippers. So I had to do it, I couldn't pass it up. I bought a single box for now. And <laughs> oh, also I got, um, just to give you the layout of what I got, there was a Rick and Morty t-shirt, unbelievable a Westworld pin. They've really improved their pins, by the way. They used to just be kind of simple and flimsy and light and now they've just they're just sort of like three-dimensional. They have grooves, they have feel to them. There's they've spent just a lot of a more money you can tell on their pins. So there's a Westworld pin, which is that maze, which is just a neat little pin. Uh, also they have um, like this this Westworld mini bobblehead diorama looks very cool i didn't um actually open it i gave it to uh henry and chris actually at the upland ag uh, comics that i visited in upland hope you guys enjoy that but it's a cool little mini westworld diorama like a bobblehead diorama plus there was this x-files mini card game that i'm excited to try that out and some harry potter socks i mean i couldn't beat that for 15 bucks plus like i said the bonus deadpool house slippers i think the sale is over but it's 30 percent off a great deal for fifteen bucks. I mean, I'm, they're not a sponsor of the show. I just, just, uh, I just kind of missed it. I'm definitely going to consider keeping the membership. I was a member for a couple years, like I said. But there's nothing like just getting a surprise nerd box in the mail. It's very fun, and I wish it was always thirty percent off. It's, that seems to be priced just right at fifteen bucks total with shipping and everything. But uh, I thought it was very cool. Check out my Instagram. I will be posting some pictures of the stuff that I got from it. Again, it's at Sunspots Comics. And the second thing that's on my nerd lobes floating around in there is the DC Batman Gotham by Gaslight animated feature. It just came out, like, on the 23rd. Um, It's rated R. It's coming available on Blu-ray on February 6th because I'm a big fan of the Blu-ray. It's based on the DC Elseworld comic book that came out in 2006 by Brian Augustin. And gorgeous, gorgeous art by Hellboy creator, one of my favorite artists, writers, creators of all time, Mike Mignola. I love his stuff. Anything he does, Hellboy, I love it. Um, Although he said he's giving up drawing, Hellboy, but he's still writing it. Uh, Check out the original comic. It's really super good. Again, it's called Gotham by Gaslight, Batman, Gotham by Gaslight. And uh, it's this tale of Batman versus Jack the Ripper and in that Victorian era. And I'm looking forward to watching this, giving you a full review. It's been getting some decent buzz, like online and Rotten Tomatoes. So far, kind of so good, which... It looks It's being tracked and rated better than most of the DC animated feature films. I can't believe this is the 13th one. That's just nuts that there's been that many. And this is only the second to be rated R following the killing joke. So interesting to see what they do there. I'm sure it's going to be mostly in, of course, in the violence area. Uh, In the actual comic book, there's two separate stories. But it doesn't look like we're going to get that in the animated feature. You can see the trailer. It's available now. Um, but I really like the respect to and the sort of homage to Mike Mignola stylized look of Batman in this Victorian era. So I'm really excited to check this out. I think it's just a fun world to live in. You know, Batman hunting Jack the Ripper. So I will definitely give it a review in the very near future on a, very, on a future podcast uh, very, very soon. Again, check it out. You can get it now uh on uh, vod and like i said blu-ray february 6th it's dcu batman gotham by gaslight rated r animated feature i'm excited to see that and the last thing that's on my nerd brain is i'm actually creating a comic book i can't believe i'm doing it it's still uh just a dream come true called zombie destroyers yes i'm actually doing the writing the lettering the coloring uh, my friend Jordan Hudson is doing his gorgeous art on it So I wanted to give him a plug Please check out his Instagram at Jordan underscore Hudson underscore art Thank you, Jordan. It's gorgeous uh, It's called zombie destroyers and just to give you a quick little update we, we have him and I Jordan Jordan have finalized the last two of the of the final three pages of episode one of Zombie destroyers, it's looking fantastic If you'd like to see what it looks like just to see six sample pages Go over to sunspotscomics.com and click on Zombie Destroyers. You can actually see the cover page, pages one through four, and this crazy picture of Jordan's dad cosplaying as a character I created from the comic. Check it out. It's bonkers bananas good. You got to see it. But please go over to uh, sunspotscomics.com and click on Zombie Destroyers to see the comic book that I'm creating. And next up is a quick mention of a segment I love called Spotlighting. Spotlighting basically is where we sit down with some people in the comic book industry that are trying to make it or already doing it and have a little conversation about their comic to kind of spread the word and get the word out there. It's tough being an independent comic book creator. I'm trying to be one myself. So if you yourself uh, make comics, do comics, writing, lettering, inking, doesn't matter what you do in comics but you want to make that your life mission. To be in comics send me some of your work to my email at chris at sunspots i'd love to look at it love to check it out i do have some in the tank here in, in the bank that i'm going to be reading very soon and reaching out to some people you know who you are thank you for sending me your stuff and again just uh hit me up with sending me some of your work to look at at my email or even social media me uh hit me up at sunspots comics on everything okay and let's get into now my favorite part the nitty-gritty the nuts and bolts the meat and potatoes of the sunspots comics podcast which is my comic book recommendations and reviews where i pick my favorite comic books for the brand new comics that just came out new comic book day wednesday january 24th and of course don't forget very light very just sprinkled of a spoiler alert here semi-spoiler-ish alert Really, have no fear. Don't worry. I do not want to spoil these comics. I just want to inspire you. I want to get you pumped, get you excited about these fantastic comics so you will go out and buy them and read them and enjoy them. So I'll never just spoil the heck out of them. I never discuss the last few pages. I really just cover some of the interesting points that make up a comic book. But just in case, you've been super-duper light, semi-spoiler-ish alerted. Also, to see everything encapsulated that is all Sunspot's comics... To find everything all in one place that I'm doing and involved in, just go to sunspotscomics.com. You can even see, uh, click on the pull list. I just updated it yesterday. I'm reading currently 129 titles. Crazy. <laughs> Thank goodness they don't come out every week. I would have zero money. <laughs> but I just updated the uh, website. I update it every week. I try to. I keep it simple, compact. It's. I'm super proud of it. It's a site you can kind of jump in, see my top pick list of all the comics that I've been doing since the podcast came out. So they're all just captured there for you. So you can go back and go, oh, well, let me see some of his favorites. What's this? What's that? You'll see a pattern. There's definitely in my pull list some that are repeat uh, offenders that come up there in the, in the top pick list often. But please just go over to sunspotscomics.com and you can see everything encapsulated on my simple site. I'm very proud of it. Check it out. And this week's art winners. So every single week I pick an art winner and a cover artist winner. This week it was from the same comic book. It's from Amazing Spider-Man issue... I can't believe we're almost coming on 800. Issue 794. And the let's start with the art interior winner. It is Stuart Eminen. He is actually very quickly becoming one of my favorite comic book artists. I fell in love with him heavily during his title called Empress. That was from Image Comics. Go look at that. You're... You or your face will smile and feel good and tingle. It's but ultimately this amazing Spider-Man comic is all about Stuart Eminem's amazing attention to detail, especially in the very small panels. This doesn't happen enough. It's because it's very hard to do, I know, because Jordan and I talk about zombie destroyers all the time. And it's difficult to make really super hyper clear focused small panels. And Stuart Eminem does it perfectly. Amazing, amazingly done. It's just so hyper-clear. Also, I love his respect to the art, his Placement of the dialogue Sometimes they have nothing to do with that. It's more of the letterer's job, but um, if I, I, I know that Stewart is um, He's he's a consummate artist and he's always kind of saying hey don't cover up my art with all the all the dialogue So he does a great pl- um, Placement of the balancing of the dialogue in his art and that that takes synergy It takes teamwork because if you're just doing your art and giving it up to a letterist They can sometimes clutter your art, but it's just very clean. He has this very cartooned look But I I just absolutely love it. I don't mean that in a bad way whatsoever. I love cartoons. Um, Also, the way that he conveys action is top-notch in the business. It's stunning. I love that he uses so many different perspectives, angles, like sort of where the camera is to give things a sort of different look. It pairs very well with what Alex Ross does on the covers because that's where Alex Ross lives is these perspectives. But it also, because of the perspectives and the angle that you're viewing the action, it has this feeling like you're constantly zooming in and out, like it's a very active camera kind of feel. That is Stuart Eminen. Uh, This particular episode, by the way, has some of the best coloring I've ever seen, ever, by the way, from uh, Marty Gracia. But it's gorgeous. Thank you, Stuart Eminem. It's just like, it seems like it's getting better and better with Amazing Spider-Man as we approach issue number 800. I know it's gonna be a landmark uh, issue. And this week's cover artist is from the same comic book, Spider-Man Amazing, Spider-Man 794. And it's Alex Ross. You follow him at the Alex Ross art. I mean, what can I say? This man is a master. He's been doing it for many years. My only complaint is he doesn't do enough of it. It must take him forever if you see. He's very kind of photorealistic, but you can tell that he, he spends time to really not just make it look like he's added soft lines to a photograph, uh, because I know he uses photographic references, etc. but he just does a way to sort of make it his Alex Rossy kind of feel and style. Um, He loves to just play in the light. If you look at this cover of Amazing Spider-Man, it's gorgeous. There's just this ton of blue sort of background and cloud and smoke. Spider-Man's in this strange angle in the right foreground with his arms sort of, again, perspective. Seem bigger than it actually is due to perspective and camera angles. And there's like this weird sort of portal that the um, Scorpio is walking through. And it's just so crystal clear and it's like he's walking through uh, like a a wall feature from the Fortress of Solitude is what it kind of looks like, but it just lives in this world of blue, and you're sort of looking at, at Spider-Man's armpit, but he Alex Ross loves to web the armpit, which I love that classic uh, approach and homage, but it's gorgeous. Please look at this cover on Amazing Spider-Man. It's Alex Ross. He is the master that's been doing it for years. So those are the art winners. Wonderful, glorious stuff this week. It was tough because there was actually some great art across the board this week, so I i went through each one and compared them and and really just kind of spent some time and it just it beat them out amazing spider-man 794 check it out alone just for the art and the gorgeous coloring on each page it's just this a rainbow of colors in this it's gorgeous And the breakdown. I actually read uh, 12 comic books this week and five of them made it to the great ones pick list. So yes, there's going to be five I'm discussing in a second. That's pretty excellent. It was a great week of comics. Some great stuff here. You should get everything on this list. And new number one. There was a new number one this week. Only one. And it did make it to the countdown. So it's on the top pick list, which I'm going to discuss here in a moment. So I love when that happens. Only one new comic and it made it to the great ones list so great opportunity for you to jump on and jump in not miss anything and be there right from when the party starts in number ones so check that out in a second here so let's get into it let's get into my top comic book recommendations This is my Great Ones list of comic books that I recommend you buy. This is from New Comic Book Day Wednesday, this last Wednesday that just passed, January 24th. I really do consider these comic books to be worth your time and worth your money. So go buy these now and support a local comic book shop and go and get these. So here we go now. Coming in at number five in the countdown is Black Magic, issue number 10. This is from Image Comics. It's written by Greg Rucka gorgeous stunning very hyper realistic art from nicola scott i've been a fan of hers for a long time she's done wonder woman she's done a bunch of dc stuff she's a gorgeous fantastic artist nicola scott and so this uh quick gist uh our main character rowan black is in this witch coven but they're ultimately kind of a good witch coven and they really aren't uh, trying to hurt anyone out there. But there are other sort of evil wick, witch factions that are kind of coming after them ultimately. And this kind of centers around uh, Rowan. Um, she's Someone has broken into her home. And I love that she has this familiar that's a cat. It's kind of this foul-mouthed cat that is there just kind of verbally assaulting <laughs> this assailant that's breaking into her house. I love that sequence. It's hilarious. Uh, you got to see that. For that alone, this comic is high-ranked because it's just this smart-alecky cat that really can't do anything because it's a cat. And yet, uh, the house has been broken into and there's this cat just, just bad-mouthing the person that's trying to rob the house. But So what is that about? Who is this person? Why is he snooping around Rowan's house? She's a policeman, so that's got to be some issues. Um, and Rowan Black basically has uh, two factions after her. And finally one of them reveals it's this witch hunter group so that's not saying too much they've they've just kind of been hinting at that anyway and then finally they kind of make it official and reveal it here and uh i love that her friend intercedes with this person that broke into their house so she's like look let me take care of this and Rowan's like well i guess and she seems a little weird by it but she she trusts her i like that sort of friendship it feels realistic and it feels real i like that that Greg Rucka developed these two female friend characters from this witch coven and she's like look trust me I can take care of this Let me go talk to this guy this witch hunting group of this guy that broke into your house He's obviously trying to send a message. Let me go talk to him and their little intense verbal judo match They have that goes back and forth is fantastic. I just love that Um, That's going on while at the same time there's this other sinister group more evil Uh, There's a scary kid with these scary little eyes. Oh my goodness with like this stitched kind of doll covered mouth. Uh, horrifying images there. But really, really well done. But what a great buildup! This feels like there really is this bewitching cataclysmic clash that's coming. It feels, I mean we're on issue 10. I don't know where this ends or what. If it's a miniseries or what. But it really feels like this, these three things are all coming together, you know, Rowan and her friend, the, the good witches, if you will, and then the witch hunters, and this other evil witch coven, so what's gonna happen, they're all gonna come together, There's gonna be a clash, I feel it, it's, it's coming close, Black Magic, issue number 10, get them all, it's a great story, great pacing, black and white primarily, there's just hints of color here and there, and some great sort of charcoaly like Uh, you know painting and inking done it's just it's wonderful it has a great feel and very when she shows like close up on the faces and really gets the lines to be much finer and small it really has a a real just intense feeling that goes along with the the eyes that she draws wonderful stuff wonderful stuff check out black magic from image comics it's uh it's a page turner good stuff coming in at number four is from image comics as well it's maestros issue number four this is from art and writing from steve Scross. and man that's hard to do so that's just something in itself he has one of the best colorists of all time ever in comics dave stewart and you can tell here folks look at this coloring very hyper realistic this is a messed up magic mayhem fun right here that is maestros to give you the quick gist There was this sort of emperor of this magical realm. There was a coup to overturn him. And now the son who was living on earth with us and his sort of just earthbound sensibilities has to now take over this magical realm. And so another coup is just sort of starting around him. That's ultimately the gist. But um, at this point now, the coup is in sort of full swing. He's been cast out of the realm and they stole his sort of book of spells, this major powerful book of spells from him. And so him with his girlfriend, who he revived, she was killed, he brought her back to life. Uh, they have to seek out the help of an old enemy. And they have this very cool flashback that absolutely works of when he sort of spared their princess. The These evil sort of, there's like sort of two clans in this magical realm. And they're at war constantly but he spared the young princess and that's sort of he's hoping that favor will pay off because he needs help uh the enemy of the enemy is uh, you know my enemy sort of thing um <laughs> so it's a very i love that it's centered around this very dysfunctional family his mom is still alive she just is hell-bent on keeping him alive there's a great flashback sequence here of where the mom has to fight for her son's life wow and they don't show really what happens to her but they show the aftermath Of her being sent away to fight for her son's life from when the the maestros the father was alive holy mackerel it's messed up gruesome stuff not for the faint of heart definitely not but i just love uh this the last little sequence i'll mention without giving away too much is the origin of the speaking sword it's it's fantastic fantastical fantasy style art here very messed up very adult Uh, It makes you laugh, it's definitely infused with humor. But what's going to happen to this sort of, very much, uh, you know, America dude, that's the best way to describe him, as he's supposed to take over this magical realm and live through this horrendous coup that's going on. So I gotta see where this goes. This feels very mini-series like, maybe a 10 issue, but I don't know. Maestros, check it out. Issue number four, definitely worth going back to number one and reading them all. Great reads, not heavy dialogues either, you'll bust through them really quickly very interesting very well crafted colored designed and laid out it's it's beautiful work here it's it's comic book music at its best but here we go here we go breaking into the top three the big top three here we go so coming in at number three is vinegar Teeth. so this is the new number one that made it into the countdown this is from dark horse comics Vinegar Teeth issue number one. This is written by Damon Gentry Gentry, and Troy Nixie. Art and lettering by Troy Nixie. So definitely a collaboration here. Beautiful colors by Guy Major. And this style of art is very much in the realm of David David Rubin, uh, it comes to mind. Jeff Darrow comes to mind. Hyper-realistic, um, but in ways very cartoony and abstract. I know that mixing those two is hard to pull off, but this ha- it happens here. Very nostalgic, and it seems like it's sometime in the Great Depression, maybe in that era. But it just has maybe, I don't know, this 40s, 50s. It has, everything is, has almost like a steampunk feel to it as well. But this is one of the weirdest comics I've read in a while. <laughs> very weird, very odd. Totally hilarious. Uh, the quick gist. It's kind of a buddy cop uh, situation here. Uh, they describe, <laughs> they describe the way that Vinegar Teeth is designed here is that he's, the best way to describe him is like a pile of intestines that are pulled out of your body. He's literally this gelatinous pile of goop and, and gooey tendrils that's walking around. It's hard to really kind of grasp where its face is and where his body is. I, I, it's, it's just odd and strange. And one major thing is that no one addresses that he's this strange walking pile of intestines. No one even like says, what the hell is that? Or, oh my gosh, look at that thing. It's just sort of accepted in this world. And for the most part, you don't see like a ton of other alien strange-like beings. But anyway, they also do some great, great wacky lettering, very large styled, uh, they, they like in one panel they were, for. Because the person is bored, you're, you're given the perspective that everything they're saying in this courtroom moment is just blah. I just love that because it's conveying that it's a boring scene done with lettering. It's just blah, 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 blah. Everyone's just saying blah, 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 blah. And then the first name of our character, Artie. And then blah, 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 blah. It's like he's not really paying attention. And even the lettering, the word that he speaks is just a skull. With an exclamation point so you could interpret that in many ways so they do some really odd wacky lettering i love the the word that they use constantly it's like uh, they use a few these two mainly splort and glorp it perfectly describes again this gelatinous crazy pile of intestines <laughs> so they use sound effects and lettering so perfectly there's this hilarious scene also because there's this cop Artie. he's kind of a bad cop and he's kind of Uh, punished by taking on vinegar teeth the the pile of intestines as a as a partner to teach him to be a policeman it's like and again no one addresses that he's this weird slug slime gelatinous being that's that's sliming around but there's a scene where he's Artie is so pissed off that he just keeps yelling bs as he's shooting this car and he just keeps shooting it and it's just that word over and over again and it's like why? But uh, I love that it's out there. It's wacky. It's weird. I had a ton of fun with it. I like smiled through the whole thing, and you'll see what I'm talking about when splort and glorp comes on the screen. But if you like really weird, wacky, and odd, this vinegar teeth will fulfill that need in every way possible. <laughs> Weirdest comic I've read in a long time. Vinegar teeth. But i'm it's on the pull list. I want to read this till it ends. And like I said, if you like a David Rubin style art or Jeff Darrow, that's kind of weird, odd, and very detailed and strange you'll love uh, this, check it out, Vinegar Teeth, fantastic. To make the top three, two, and a number one, doesn't happen all the time, so that's great. So now coming in at number two is Exo Man of War from Valiant Comics, issue number 11. And this is a great new artist, by the way, this, uh, I I love it, and it's a great arc, this is a new arc, uh, great jumping on point right here, but you've got the uh, writer is uh, Jeff, Le, or Matt Kint, that's what Jeff Lemire was on it, Matt Kint, art by Ryan Bodenheim, gorgeous, gorgeous art here, very super clean, very cartoony style, very kind of in the area or realm of Stuart Eminem, but a lot more sort of space, Eminem fills the panels a little more, this is definitely given some space and some of the art and some of the actions a little further away, but it definitely gives this epic feel to it, epic landscapes here that are laid out. But great new artist, great new arc, great time to jump on. The quick gist is uh, Exo, Man of War, who is kind of this, he's kind of the Tony, he's not Tony Stark, but he kind of has an Iron Man suit, but he's uh, also a Visigoth, which is kind of a barbarian. And he has this suit that's very liquid metal and also is alive, it's sort of, it's sentient, it's symbiotic. But he now is uh he was on this planet to sort of get away from earth and now he's the emperor a lot of stuff has happened in the previous arc he runs the planet now the planet's called Gorin, and there's still these warring tribes going on they are starting to unite to take him over as well and in the last episode of is- of exo man-, man of war number 10 which was a fantastic comic it was a top pick it was the gathering of this this awesome alien bounty hunter group well, that was an issue 10. They've arrived. They're on this planet now. They are searching for ExO. They've been paid to take him out. And I love that. They have uh, they want to capture him, keep him alive, and they duke it out. It is just action packed from beginning to end. There is also this Superman Christopher Christopher Reeve sort of homage homage scene here, this sequence where he tries to repair a a, a fault line totally reminds me of the of the Christopher Reeve Superman movie and I love that it just it tugged on the nostalgic heartstrings here so I love 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 that and it's great when he tries to save this city it's action-packed it's intense but jump on right here get into EXO Man of War I would definitely read the previous 10 especially number 10 but in those last 10 issues of EXO Man of War definitely three or four were in the top pick and maybe even some number one picks there Uh, You can go on to sunspotscomics.com and look at my pull list and top picks in the past. It'll probably be there. It will be there. But this has been fantastic. Great new art. Great jumping on point. Valiant Comics. Exo Man of War. Issue number 11. Get it. Fantastic team here doing it right. But here we go now. The one that duked it out. Beat them all. Just uppercutted them in the face. Just stood above the rest. There can be only one. The number one comic this week for Marvel Comics It is our cover artist winner, our art winner, and number one pick of the week. That doesn't happen very often. Amazing Spider-Man 794. We are quickly, quickly making our way to Amazing Spider-Man 800, which I'm sure is going to be epic and historic. I'm in. I can't wait. It's right around the corner. Seems like Amazing Spider-Man comes out every couple weeks. I I think it is monthly, but it feels bi-weekly. But man, the gist of this is Spidey and his girl, his lady, Lady Mockingbird, uh, had this evil villain scorpio of this zodiac terror group locked in this weird dimension that only kept him there for a year and today is the day when he's allowed to walk which is odd but you got to let that kind of pass because again beautiful art cover beautiful art from Stuart Eminen. and this is written by dan slot who i heard is leaving very soon maybe he's i don't think he's gonna make it to 800 but dan slot's leaving also co-written by christos gage maybe he's taking over as dan slot steps down i'm not sure but again alex ross on the cover gorgeous gorgeous stuff um so anyway the scorpio of these zodiac terrorist group is being allowed or walks out of this dimension that only holds him for a year and is sort of pairing with this strangely powered zodiac key so it's like coming to him it's like summoned him they're sort of they're one this weird zodiac key and scorpio And so, ultimately, Spidey and Mockingbird have the... Their job is to secure that key and keep it away from Scorpio so he doesn't create mass hysteria of horoscopal fashion. I don't know if horoscope... horoscopal is a word. But anyway, that seemed appropriate. Whatever. But it is absolutely action-packed, gigantic cliffhanger at the end. This has to be where 800 is going when they introduce something. That's all I'll say. (laughs) It's symbiotic. That's all I'm gonna tell you. But man, I cannot wait. Huge cliffhanger at the very end. The last page is unforgettable. It's so beautifully done. He and it's a full single page splash. I love when they do that at the end of an issue to really get you excited about the next one. Fantastic job. Great job, Dan Slot. But man, there's so many great action-packed sequence in here. Right from the get-go, there's a submarine sequence of, of a team that basically works for the Zodiac terrorist group that are trying to get to the Zodiac Key some gorgeous coloring here but it's underwater it's just scuba kind of diving fun and submarines i love it and it's in this sort of kind of shield compound where the zodiac group is getting to the key obviously as they're trying to time it out with the one year that scorpio has spent in this weird dimension anyway the key sort of has a mind of its own and sort of escapes um from deep within the reach reaches of this this compound in the ocean and then spider-man is preparing they it, I, lo- I love the sort of dialogue that's set up here that they've really they've been planning it for more than a year like spider-man's got nothing else going on but he's been <laughs> preparing for a year for any sort of possible outcome when scorpio escapes this dimension so they're actually prepared and i like that you were i was kind of suspecting they would uh, all preparation be thrown out the window and it'd just be sort of mass hysteria but they kind of stick to a plan here and it it sort of works there's some twists but when the Zodiac key sort of explodes, it's like this purple and green f- gas that emits from it. And it's gorgeous with like a black background. So imagine just black, blue background, purple sort of foamy exp- explosion with green sort of light coming in all directions. This just beautiful exp- explosion of color. Fantastic, beautiful, beautiful stuff. So what's gonna happen? Is Scorpio gonna make it? Is he gonna get the Zodiac key? Is it gonna become powerful again? Is he gonna have a horoscopal massacre of some sort? <laughs> <laughs> related to the horoscope, that's what the whole Zodiac Terrorist team is. But Stuart Eminem on, on art, Stuart Eminem, Eminem. <laughs> on art is just phenomenal. Anything he does, I'm going to buy. It is phenomenal. When Spider-Man's just running up the side of a building, it looks so good. Again, camera angles, perspective, such beautiful attention to light and how it just lights the front of Spider-Man's face from the light source being above him. It's it's glorious. You just you have to see it. It's comic book gloriousness at its best and i love the sequence where uh where you have scorpio and spider-man fighting and the key is powering up and it's like a countdown and it's coming down to it what's gonna happen you gotta see and then amazing cliffhanger last page that's all i'm gonna tell you i feel like i said maybe a little too much but that should be enough to motivate you that was the number one this week amazing spider-man 794 landmark issue 800 coming it's right around the corner we can smell it we can taste it it's almost here but man blue beautiful stuff amazing spider-man It always has my heart too as one of my first comic books i ever read was amazing spider-man and i've read just about all of them which is crazy 794 issues but there you go that's it that'll do it that is the sunspots comics podcast issue number 142 let me lock the vault door those are my new comic book recommendations this week for new comic book day January 24th. It's all about the new stuff. Please go to a local comic book shop, like the four I mentioned at the three minute mark. Check those four out. Buy these comics immediately. Please tell them that Chris at Sunspots Comics sent you. Chances are, if you're buying comics in California, I may have been there. They'll actually know what you're talking about. (laughs) But if you have any questions, comments, or you'd like your own personal comic book recommendation, please just email me directly at Chris at sunspotscomics.com. Maybe there's even a comic I should be reading. Give me a recommendation. I'd love to talk about it and even mention it on a future podcast and give you a shout out also check out our blog at blog.sunspotscomics.com uh, also sign up for our newsletter it's sunspotscomics.com slash contact and tune in next week for comic sunspots comics issue number 143 of our podcast where i'll be reading a list of seven wow that's short maybe it all hasn't loaded yet uh to diamond but seven new comics for january 31st wednesday january 31st and there's two new number ones on my list that i'm hoping to get and hoping you're great so i can tell you about them because always fun to jump on when there's a brand new number one so please listen to next week's podcast number 143 here's a quick sneak peek of just some of the comics i'm going to be reading for recommendation and review for podcast 143 two from aftershock animosity issue number 12 and dark arc issue number five they've been fantastic uh, Defenders, number, number nine's coming out from, from Marvel, I've been loving that, um, Image Plus Magazine's coming out, I know it's not a comic, but that's coming out, I love that, it gives you all of the good stuff about Image that's coming out, and Moon Knight, issue number 191, crazy, runs in the family part four, loving that, I can't wait to read Moon Knight, it's one I, I just, I'm so excited, and, and I anticipate, and just can't wait to read, is Moon Knight, it's been a wonderful, wonderful comic, check it out, please, Moon Knight's been fantastic, so, there you go, that's just a little sneak peek. It's going to be a seriously solid stack of new comics that are coming out next week. So, please subscribe, please listen, tell a nerdy loved one to check out Sunspots Comics. We'd really appreciate it. If you missed any of the things I mentioned, go to the podcast show notes, it'll be there. Thank you so much for listening. I hope I inspired you to buy some of these great new comics. There's so much good stuff here. If you wanted to give just a smidge back to us and you want to help us out here at the Sunspots Comics podcast, go to iTunes Give us some friendly words and a five-star review. We'd really appreciate it. I'll give you a shout-out. I'll read it on a future podcast. I'll even mail you a little thank you comic book-related prize if you give us five stars and a positive review on iTunes. Just to say thank you. Just a little something. So until next week, please spend some time with the ones you love and go read some comics. And then put them both together. Read some comic books with the ones you love. Stay nerdy. Be like water, my friends. See you next week. Bye bye Enough said.